la 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 what am i gonna listen to later <laughs> i tell you all my secrets all right we're and uh didn't break the microphones we're good It's fall, you guys, and this is the first Abbey St. Louis small bite of the month of October of the never-ending summer that existed in 2019, or after the never-ending summer. My goodness, I didn't think we'd ever see the day, but we want to make sure you seize it now that it's here. I'm Abby Larico, along with producer Dory Olmos. Hey, I don't know if you want to get ahead of yourself too much. I we know. could probably still see. I know we're recording St. Louis. We're recording this on Thursday when it's starting to cool down a little bit. Um, Chester gave me the quick update on the forecast, and I couldn't keep up. It was one of those. He's like, "Well, we're gonna have a cool front, and then a hot front, and then a cool front." And so, you know what? Bust out the flannels, but keep the flip flops handy. Right? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what yeah. you got to do here in St. Louis. But. We are talking about the weekend ahead, of course, also looking back at the week that was um, with our episode this week, kicking off Filipino American History Month. We talked about Filipino food. Dory, you, I know, have mentioned Gorilla Street food a couple times. Definitely. As your best thing you had to eat this week. Um, it's been the best thing I've been eating my entire life. Filipino food, that is. I am so jealous now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's funny because I talk to my grandmother all the time who was featured briefly at the top of the podcast. And she just always talks about how when I was little, she would feed me sinigang and mm. rice and all of these other foods. And that's maybe why I'm not a picky eater now and why I because I was exposed to so many different yeah. flavors. And I'm also I am giving shedding light on my half Filipino side, but I'm also half Polish, my you know Polish side, my grandmother there feeding me Polish food as a kid. So I've never really been raised to be picky. I've always had a little <laughs> bit of a exposure to very different types of food. So that's, I'm very jealous because I grew up a very picky eater and I still am now, but I am exploring a little little bit more. And one of them has been Filipino food over yes. the last year or two. Yeah. I think the interesting thing is when people, a couple of years ago, even people would ask me what Filipino food was. Mm. And it was really hard for me to describe because, you know, it's not spicy. People automatically assume that maybe it's spicy, kind of like a Thai food. Yeah. Um, or they ask if it's kind of like Chinese food. And it's, you know, the, it's really not. It's not. Filipino food is a combination of kind of what you think of as Asian food and what you think of as Spanish food, you know, um, because of if you don't know the background of the history of the Philippines, it's part Asian, part Spanish. You know, it was colonized by Spain. Um, and with the connection to the United States, I'm just really excited in the fact that, you know, Filipinos were U.S. nationals for a long time. And I'm excited to see that now people are getting more and more exposed to Filipino food, whether or not they know a Filipino person <laughs> or have tried it. You know, maybe they tried it at a restaurant. I'm getting asked. The long and short of that is pe fewer people ask me what Filipino food is That now. is a good thing. Yeah, it's very accessible now, especially here in St. Louis. Here in St. Louis, mm -hmm. for sure. And it's just exciting. I mean, ever since we started this podcast, this was definitely a topic that I've wanted to cover. It's close to my heart, and, and it's I, been fun. I love that you featured your your grandma in mm -hmm. it and your sister. It was so cute. What's up, Pop? Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. She just like she, she it. was just like, Pop, cup, Pop, cup. And she, it so was sweet. It was so funny. And then when she was interrupting me when I was asking my sister all these things, it was just, it was fun. And I also have a picture that I'm going to share on our Instagram because yeah. it's really sweet. So Joel of Gorilla Street, his parents know um, my mama. And so she, you know, Filipinos, a lot of times everybody knows somebody who knows somebody mm -hmm. in the St. Louis community at least. 
And um, I have a picture of when she realized he had a successful food empire. Because I don't want to just say restaurant because of the fact that, you know, it's also the trucks. Mm-hmm. Um the look on her face is pretty good. It is cute. I'll just yes. say that. It's a cute little picture. And she was kinda, like, this guy? She's like, what? You know, I remember. He, he didn't know what was up, but uh, he does. And so it's also cool. Shout out to Joel because, by the way, not only was he a wonderful podcast guest, but apparently he's a listener. He shared with us. Yes. I think we were internally fangirling just a little bit when he told us that maybe. I know. That's kind of my dream is to be, you know, the more and more people that I meet who already know who we are, I'm like, awesome. Sounds good to me. Um, So make sure you have listened to that Filipino podcast that we had. Um, My alternative title to that was going to be Filipino podcast because (laughs) that's how my grandma would probably pronounce it if she knew what to how to pronounce it, really. Um, and I just also want to say getting, you know, the feedback from people has been really, really awesome. I wanted to share one that Dory and I got over our Instagram because that's the whole reason we do these kind of things before we get into the food news and the events that are happening this weekend. We got this really fun message on our Instagram. Hi, Abby and Dory. You've been my weekend planner from Clementine's to Taste of St. Louis, where I had my first narwhal, to Oktoberfest in Belleville and now Q in the Loo. My Friday morning drive to work is listening to you fill me in on the cool things to do. And soon Filipino food? OMG. One of my favorite food memories was eating at Jeepney in New York City's East Village with about 12 friends. Food was spread out along the table on banana leaves and we ate for hours, it seemed. You probably did eat for hours. <laughs> One of the hardest things about moving home to St. Louis was missing the New York City food scene. Thanks for bringing the St. Louis food scene alive for me. That is from Beharine2. Thank you so much. That's exactly what we want to hear when we do stories like the one we just had and then we do the weekend events and the food news and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff like we're about to do here. So thank you. Keep the feedback coming. We really, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, that one made me smile while I was enjoying my uh, favorite thing that we'll get to here in a little bit. Mm, Tease alert. But first, we got some news to go through, Dory. It's October, right? Right? So we're all in that kind Allegedly. of spooky Halloween mm-hmm. feel, right? Uh, well, there's a place where you can really go and, like, get into it. The Hideout is holding a Halloween pop-up bar. This is going to go from October 17th through November 6th. It's by the guys who are behind uh, Retreat Gastrotope. Retreat Gastro Pub. Oh, my goodness. Easy for you to say. (laughs) And Yellow Belly. So you know it's going to be great. Great cocktails. Um, I wrote down a couple of the ones that sounded really fun. The Ghost Malone. Ah, I see Uh, what they did there. It had, like, some rum and some banana, I think, in it. Tattoos Um, optional, maybe? (laughs) Yes. Actually, no, it does come with a tattoo. tattoo. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) It does. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Um, uh, They are going to have a take on PSL and a Boonana daiquiri. Very delicious. Very good. And, you know, cool opportunity to see the hideout by the way because this is kind of an, a special event space that um retreat and yellow belly's owners are kind of putting out there so you can have your own events and things so this is a fun little way to get introduced mm-hmm. to that and they're going to do it with style so that'd be cool blue season now underway they had woo, the woo. Uh, yeah the banner went up last night we're officially in it and if you're heading to a blues game this year which you absolutely should mm-hmm. there's a lot of new food that you'll be able to check out at the arena um, one of the ones that I noticed, Farm Truck Food Truck, which I have not tried yet, but I keep wanting to. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a little pop-up there featuring some fresh local burgers, street tacos, and brisket mac and cheese, which yeah, sounds so good. that does sound good. And also things like 
buffalo cauliflower wrap at a blues game. I mean, I, I've always loved how Enterprise has like a lot of local stuff. The fact yes. that you could get Sugar Fire there. The fact Lion's that you could choice. get Lion's Choice. Um, 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 uh, Trops. Mm-hmm. That is fun. And then also just buffalo cauliflower wrap. That's one of... I actually just bought a head of cauliflower, and I've been intending on trying to make homemade buffalo cauliflower because... There you go. For some reason, I think because I can talk about food, I can make it as well. So we'll try. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see if that's any good. Um, Also, Bailey's is having a burger battle. So Bailey's Range, of course, one of the restaurants of the big dynamic food group that Mm -hmm. includes... Oh, my gosh. The... Um, small batch. They have small batch. They have the martini. Crepe. Yeah, no. Uh, is it chocolate? Mar- chocolate. Oh yeah, yeah. Chocolate bar. Chocolate mm-hmm. bar. Um, you know, Bailey's Range is the like one of the big go tos downtown, um, and they are having a burger battle in honor of their eighth anniversary. Um, Dave Bailey is like phenomenal at just making business happen Mm -hmm. and he's making business happen with other successful places so mission taco is having a burger balkan treat is having a balkan treat box is having a burger nudo house is having a burger and grace meat and three is having a burger ish that's in quotes because it's actually fried chicken so the whole point of all this is they're going to have these chefs from those restaurants making their burgers and You can order any of those, and whichever one is ordered the most through the month of October wins. I think they've had this kind of competition in the past. Um, But, man, some of these sound good. Like Balkan Treat Box is having their, um, you know, it's cheese stuffed with all the different herbs that you come to know and love from their their style of cooking. And then you've got Mission Taco with, obviously, taco seasoning on there, um, but taco sauce. Nudo House, that one's going to be really good, I think, because, like, secret spice seasoned beef burger. Um, And then you can't go wrong with Grace's fried chicken. That one, yeah, that one honestly kind of caught my eye the most, I think. I'm going to have to try a little bit of all these and I think that one caught your eye the most for a reason Dory yeah another reason so last week on the small I don't know if you guys remember uh Abby you were talking about or we were both talking about Grace Meat and Three so I'm Mm -hmm. like I have not had this yet I need to get there we went uh Saturday morning Mm -hmm. I got the spicy chicken and it was so good it doesn't look necessarily like fancier over the top but then once you taste it the spices in it are just perfect yes we got a whole spread the uh hash brown uh potatoes that they had were so good too so yes oh everything there was amazing best thing you had to eat this week for sure definitely yes what was the best thing you had to eat this week i think it was probably the pasta con broccoli i got at guido's on the hill it was just kind of perfect it was a Sunday afternoon, just dinner with my grandmother and my sister, and we were sitting there. I hang out with my grandmas a lot. You guys are clearly <laughs> learning. Um, and But it was great because um, my grandmother volunteers at the Botanical Garden and just getting dinner with her right afterward and sitting outside, and the pasta was so good. And my sister also got the seafood pasta, and that was phenomenal. And I don't always get pasta when I go out just because it's so heavy and there's so much of it. But the best thing about that is that it's actually the best thing I had to eat this week twice because I had leftovers for lunch the next day. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. But, you know, your best thing you had to eat actually inspired Mm. a lot of folks out there to talk about their favorite fried chicken. You posted this on Instagram. Yes. Heads up also for people who might not realize this. 
Dory and I both look at our Instagram. So I actually met this woman at an event last week and she said, oh, I talked to you on Instagram um, and you responded to me. And I felt so bad because I was like, oh, it was probably Dory. Actually, so the at Abby Eats St. Louis Instagram both is us. both of us managing it. So you might get one of us or the other of us. Yes, so. but we're both great. So yeah, you, we, you can't you know, go wrong. There are no secrets between us anyway. So it's fine. Yeah. So last week, um, I think I posted this like right after I enjoyed my Grace Meat and Three Chicken. I wanted to know what you guys thought was the best mm-hmm. chicken around. Uh, we had two people say Hodax. Yes. Classic. I love Hodax. Classic here in the city. Um, I think this is, oh, this is your mom in law. <laughs> mom. I'm not married, Dory. <laughs> <laughs> If you cut this out of the podcast, I'm going to be really mad. You have to keep this okay, in. I'll leave it. That's really good. I have a mother-in-law. Your mother-in-law. Well, Your stepmom. Yeah. She said her house. Oh, she does make really good fried yeah. chicken. Yeah, okay. She does make really good fried chicken. That's amazing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so not with it today. Mm, cold um, medicine is a wonderful drug. Uh, um, Adam said pizza ranch, which I've not heard of. Oh um, yeah, I've heard of. I'm, yeah, I've heard of it, but I've never had fried chicken from there. Interesting. Yeah. And then somebody else um, for an out of state one said Uncle Nick's in Ohio. I don't know if that's his relative or if that's a place in Ohio, but uh, there we go. Yeah, we love it when you guys weigh in on what uh, your thoughts are on our Instagram. Once again, we're at Abby Eats St. Louis. All right, this weekend, let's talk about the planner events. Um, if the story episode this week really inspired you to flip the tables yourself. Yeah. Then the Filipino barbecue pop-up um, at Earthbound Kitchen is what you need to go to. The Fat and Calf is taking over. Um, they're having barbecue uh, served with jasmine rice, topped with garlic chips, paired with pickled papaya, and served on banana leaves. Hello. Hello. This is, yeah. yes, going to be delicious. This is at Earthbound Beer on Cherokee Street in South City. Once again, it is Filipino American History Month, so you're probably going to see a lot of Filipino Filipino-inspired foods at various places. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Uh, A couple Oktoberfest things for you guys to explore this weekend. Friday only, Pups on the Patio. They're having a Oktoberfest-themed event at the Purina Farms and Gray Summit. Mm -hmm. Tickets are required for this. You have to get them in advance. It's $25. This is a 21 and up only event. Uh, The tickets include a signature cocktail and food, lots of Oktoberfest-style food. Dogs are invited, but a couple of things you guys need to know. You cannot take retractable leashes. You can't let them run free. can't let them run free. And then um, they need to be up to date on their vaccines and have a visible rabies ID. I don't think that they have to be 21 in dog years or in regular life years. Just Just human. If you're going to walk on two legs, then you need to be 21 or (laughs) up. Exactly, yes. (laughs) Um, And one other Oktoberfest event at the zoo. And animal-themed also, yes. yes. Also animal-themed. At the zoo, this is Saturday and Sunday, Zootoberfest. They're going to have all the classic uh, Oktoberfest-type things there for the kids and the adults alike. Very cool. And then um, quick mention for the final Food Truck Friday of 2019. We always like to give them a shout-out. Tower Grove Park from 3 to 7. Um, you're going to see, like, Four Hands and Narwhals and Clementines, a.k.a. Abby Eats St. Louis alumni mm-hmm. that will be there. Um, here's a cool event happening on Saturday at Ballpark Village. You need tickets for this one as well, but you can support um, the ALS Association of St. Louis at the St. Louis Wine Walk. Ballpark Village, they'll have... Obviously, wine. They'll have small plates mm-hmm. of food, and it's just a fun 
time of year to get downtown and this is a slightly oh. different type of event you can do that for so that'll be cool and then Doral quickly also mentioned the best of Missouri market at the Missouri Botanical Garden some really cool mm. artisans are going to be there I know know a few of them personally and it's definitely going to be worth your time especially if you can get there during a window where it's cooled off a little bit this weekend yes. more than 130 producers um, from uh, food producers mm. artisans of course as I mentioned are going to be there I mean, from all over the state, it's going to be kind of cool. So live, they'll, of course, have live music. They'll have a food court with all the different food options, wine, beer, spirits. And like most events at the Botanical Garden, there is a ticketed price for this. Um, But if you're a garden member, you can get into this one for free. As we always like to mention, make sure you double check with the event, the venue, the host, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to make sure nothing has changed. But... We think that any of that stuff would be fun for you to do this weekend. And I also wanted to mention something that if you're feeling really extra spooky and daring, there is an event that's kind of happening throughout the entire month. And it is – I didn't tell you about this Mm -hmm. one ahead of time, Dory, but remember when I got the – Humblebrag 30 Under 30 Award, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. there was a woman named Sarah there who was there because she launched a specific type of product. Do you remember what it was? Uh, I think I have a feeling. And if you're talking something spooky or kind of creepy, crawly, maybe. Yep. She is the one who has founded Cricket Cereal. And they're definitely going to be the subject of a future podcast. But in the meantime, they're having a Cricket Challenge the entire month of October. More than 40 bars, restaurants, and cafes are putting something with crickets on them. So you'll see this all over the place. And the whole point is to educate St. Louisans about, like, why crickets. Should be eaten. Shoot, I want to know why <laughs> crickets. Um, but as a, quote, delicious and sustainable source of protein. And to put St. Louis on the innovation map as a leader of sustainable food systems. So, you know, hashtag cricket challenge. Post your pictures. Um, you could win prizes. Um, if you see something with a cricket on the menu at a local restaurant, this is why. Dora, we're going to have to try that one out. Okay. Maybe you'll see a hashtag cricket challenge coming to an Instagram post near you. I'm bracing myself already. <sighs> you know I'm going to force you to do that, I know right? you are, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you'll have to see how that turns out on our Instagram at Abby Eats St. Louis. Send us an email, podcast at ksdk.com. Please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Give us a high five yeah. emoji <laughs> in our DMs. Whatever. We just love hearing from you all, and we hope that you have a wonderful first weekend of October. Let's hope it's the first of a, like a cooler oh, time yes, of year. Oh, yes, please. We are so ready for we it. We are ready for it. I'm ready to like be able to bake something in my oven. Ooh, yes, yeah, and like, not sweat. And not, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Whatever it is you're doing this weekend, make sure you seize the plate. Mm-hmm.